Welcome to the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I am your host, the ultimate one. This was supposed to be the ultimate one wrestling report, but I changed it for the due fact that there has been confusion with my um, YouTube channel. So now it's called Ultimate One Wrestling News. Um, today, um, we're going to cover a little bit of the G1 Climax. I'm just going to give you the, the latest um, tally of numbers from all the wrestlers from the A block to the B block. We're also going to cover a little bit of the Manhattan Mayhem and what happened in that event. We're also going to call a, a couple of news that came in. Uh, very interesting Twitter uh, words were going on with two a WWE superstar and a New Japan pro wrestling star. Again, it's like all over. It's like a couple of weeks ago, same thing. But um, real quick, uh, we're going to bring up the, the G1 Climax. Um, the G1 Climax has been very great as of late. Uh, there's been a lot of great matches. Uh, with this weekend, we see the Okada versus uh, Will Ospreay. We saw Lance Archer against Hiroshi Tadahashi. We saw the... Uh, Kodai Bushi versus Sonata, um, Zack Sabre Jr. against Fat, um, Bad Luck Fale, we saw Evil versus Sonata, great matches, so I'm just going to give you the tally what's going on as, as, after, as of today, this was the uh, A Blocks, um, everybody's t- tally and total numbers, Tadahashi has 4 points, Kashusuke Okada leads with 8 points with Kenta who has 8 points also, Kodai Bushi with 4 Sonata with two, Saxe Virginia with two, Balak um, Fale with two, Evil with four, Will Osprey with two, and Lance Archer with four. Now that this block, the one who has a really, really surprised me, and it looks very dangerous, and it looks like it's he may end up being in the final is Kenta. Kenta looks great. He defeated Lance Archer this week. Archer was way bigger than him. He's like six foot nine against Kenta who's only five foot nine. That match was great over the weekend. You should check it out. Let's go to New Japan World to check that match out. Uh, uh, so that was great. The Kasusuko Okada against Will Osprey this past Saturday was a great match. Again, Osprey came out short. This is the third time they wrestled in the last couple of years and it looked like Osprey has um, fell short on that one. Uh, Evil versus Sonata was a great match. That match was good at the end. Evil ended up beating Sonata in that match. So, and this uh, block, it looks. I'm really looking for. I think I'm picking Kenta to maybe uh, win by a very small margin. He may, uh, he may win the block, but it's going to be a match coming up this week, which is Okada versus Kenta. That's going to be classic. I will be covering that. Uh, maybe. Um, you know, a couple of uh, in a couple of days, so we'll see about that. Also, on the B block, the B block right now, there's been a shock, uh, a wrestler who was dominating all year long last year and has not won a match this year in the G1 Climax, and it's Jay White. Jay White has zero point. He has not won any of his matches. He has lost to Goto. He has lost to uh, Toriano, and I and I think he lost to Tomohiro Ishii, if I'm correct. Um, I think so, yeah, he lost to Ishii, so he has zero points, so he was the former IWGP champion back in February when he beat uh, Hiroshi Tadahashi, uh, so he has zero points, Hiroki Goto has two, Juice Robinson has four, Shiko Takaji has four, Taishi has two, and Taishi beat uh, Naido, so Naido's quest to become the first Japanese wrestler to hold the IWGP Intercontinental Champion and IWGP World Champion looks very bleak right now, as Naido only has two points. Taishi has two. Uh, John Moxley is is ahead of the block here. 
with six points. Um, so he's ahead of everybody. He being very dominant. He has beaten already. Uh, uh, he has beaten. Let's see, Jeff Cobb. He's beating Taishi, and he has beaten uh, Tomohiro Ishii. That was his last match, which was a great match. Um, so, so you know, he he's ahead of everybody. Sasuke Naida has only two. Toriyana has four. I'm very surprised. Uh, Tamariyo Ishii has four, and Jeff Cobb has only two. Uh, Jeff Cobb also wrestled John Moxley, and that match was pretty good. So that is your coverage of the G1 Climax. So pretty much is um, what's going on. Uh, also, guys, I have a YouTube channel, like I mentioned earlier, earlier called Ultimate One Wrestling News. The same, I got the platform, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, same, num- same name, everything. So you come check it out and see what you think of me. Um, so I'll be right back in a minute. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, let's talk about what happened on the Man um, Mayhem. Man Mayhem, the, the event uh, was not bad. It was pretty good. The only thing that was surprising to me is that there were not a lot of people who came to watch this event. Usually, Mahan Mayhem is one of the best uh, events that Ring of Honor has. The Hammerstein Ballroom was pretty much almost empty. So, that goes to show you, Ring of Honor has gotten a, a real, real bad blow since the Elite left Ring of Honor. But, uh, well, a couple of matches that I was very interesting was the Rouge versus T.K. O'Reilly after the match. Um, when Rouge beat T.K. O'Reilly, uh, a fan was... Uh, had the mask on, and he and, uh, and he was trying to greet uh, the Roosh, and Roosh did the Gobernables fist pump, and as he went to touch with the fan, the fan attacked him and started beating on him and throwing him against the railing, and it turned out that the fan with the mask was Dalton Castle. So Dalton Castle did the double drop kick on the corner on Roosh, and it looks like these two will be facing off in Summer Spectacular in August 9th. Uh, also, a match that was very interesting was the what was supposed to be a match between Matt Taven and Jay Lethal. It turned out to be a three-way after Kenny King uh, interrupted Matt Taven's promo and his, and tricked Taven into giving him a title match. That uh, match was uh, pretty good. Um, of course, Matt Taven ended up um, giving uh, the purple ring. I think it's what they call it, like a Diddy front. DDT um, on Kenny King ended up being Jay Lethal after Kenny King did uh, the um, Lethal's own move again. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen with Lethal, but it looks like this guy got pinned with his own move again. Uh, Lethal went to shake uh, Matt Taven's hand and, and show him the respect, and it looked like Taven was going to give him the hand until he kicked um, Lethal in the nuts. So there you have it. Um, so Taven's next opponent will be Alex Shelley uh, in Toronto for Summer Spectacular. Then we had the uh, street fight between the Gorillas of Destiny, the IWGP, and Ring of Honor champions versus Jerry against 
Mark and Jake Briscoe, the Briscoe brothers. This match was a violent match. There were chairs, tables, ladder was included in this. Um, the um, Mark Briscoe and Tamatanga ended up fighting on top of, this, of the, the ladder. And at one point, uh, Mark, uh, not Mark, Jay Briscoe ended up powerbombing Tamatanga from the top of the ladder all the way to a table that was in the ring. And uh, you have the Briscoe's new Ring of Honor World Champions. But the next night in Max Asteria, uh, the Briscoes were fighting the, uh, the Beer Bouncers and the Gorilla's Destiny rushed into the ring, beat up on, on the Briscoe. They uh, colored um, Jay Briscoe up and they had the video with Tamatanga saying, you know, we're God, whatever. If you guys want to see it, go to Good Bad Guy Tamatanga. He has it on his Twitter account and you'll be able to see what happened that night so it looks like the gorillas of destiny and the briscoes will now wrestle each other in a ladder match and most likely that's going to happen it's some summer spectacular so that's something to look forward to also the briscoes re-signed with ring of honor they're not going nowhere so i guess that's why they gave them the belts so don't be surprised in the summer spectacular that um gorilla destiny lose to the briscoes again and i think then the gorillas will be done with ring of honor because i don't know what's going to happen between ring of honor and um, New Japan, it looks like New Japan and Ring of Honor is still going to try to work because right now Ring of Honor needs New Japan. And the fact that they are still work, in working relationship with CMML and NWA, they need these federations to stick together because if they don't, Ring of Honor is in trouble. Because right now in my list, you have Impact ahead of Ring of Honor. Um, well, last week, a couple of weeks, I said they were, uh, Impact was in front of Ring of Honor, but this but Ring of Honor show a great card. But then the next night, they gave a horrible card at, in, in Lowell, Massachusetts. And I mean, I wouldn't. I saw the results. I would not have sit down and watched this match. Probably I'll look at it for the fact to see just the Gorilla Destiny beat up on the uh, Briscoes because the Gorilla Destiny is one of my favorite guys. I'm a Bullet Club fan, so. You know, it's crazy. But we'll be right back after these. Welcome back, guys. Uh, I just want to go through some of the news that happened over the weekend and what's going on. It looks like WWE and New Japan Pro Wrestling, again, had a little Twitter war. This time, it was Will Ospreay again, but this time it was Randy Orton. Uh, Will Ospreay put something to the fact of uh, um, something about smiling in the world and Randy Orton came back talking about, oh, you know, good luck on that, whatever. And at the end of the Twitter back and forth, uh, pretty much Will Ospreay said, hey, you're a multiple champ. How about you come in over here? I made a home in New Japan. Why don't you come over here? So Randy Orton kind of teased uh, of to New Japan because he wasn't invited to the tonight's uh, role reunion. So he's not invited. I don't know why. But anyway, who, who knows? But that was... The Twitter war that was going on over the weekend. Also, uh, Pac, who was um, who was supposed to wrestle Hangman Page and Double or Nothing, lost the Open, the Dreamgate Championship over the weekend. He's no longer the champ. So, that, what does that mean? Does that mean that he will come to um, to uh, AEW? Will he cost um, Hangman Page to lose to Jericho? When that fight for the belt and all out for the AEW world title. Very interesting development situation, which make, you know, hey, 
you don't know, but Park Park is now um, without the belt, so he was like being a free agent. Now you ain't gotta worry about belt, but it is what it is. Um, Sammy Callahan and Tessa Blanchard going at it for the second time. That's gonna happen August second. Uh, so as you welcome guys know, uh, a couple of weeks ago they went out as an anniversary. Tessa Blanchard, I said it, and I will keep saying she is the best wrestler right now in the planet as far as women wrestling. She's gonna fight Sammy Callahan again, and Sammy Callahan did not hold back when he when it came to wrestling of Tessa Blanchard. He gave her everything. She took it like a trooper. She gave it back. So this is gonna be very interesting. Also, news from uh, Impact: Scott Steiner is to team up with Pity Williams and Jordan Grace. They have not announced who are the opponents. That's for you know for further notice. Um, also, um, Mick Foley. I don't know if he's going to show up tonight at Raw, but it looks like he wants to challenge R-True for the 24-7. He puts on a tweet into the effect of, I'm bringing my baby back home. I don't know what WWE is trying to do here. Uh, if they're going to put Mick Foley to beat R-True and do some crazy stuff. I don't know. I, I, right now, WWE is a mess. So, And then also, the Ryan Santon, who reported last week that Finn Balor was going to take a couple of months off after Fabala lost the Intercontinental belt, it turns out that the reports were wrong. He's taking a couple of weeks off, and we don't know if he's going to be doing a program with Bray Wyatt. As you know, last Monday, Bray Wyatt showed up uh, and had uh, Finn Balor and, uh, and uh, Sister Abigail move, and then he dropped Finn Balor in that match. So we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, it's, it looks like... You know, it's pretty much up in the air. But um, like I said, um, a little bit of news, not a lot of news. I mean, but this um, this next month is going to be a lot of stuff going on. I will be covering, the, of course, the G1 Climax. I'll still be covering that. Uh, we got the uh, House of Glory is going to have a show on August 9th. Um, it's uh, the Young Bucks' last match in the independent scene. There will be wrestling private party. Um, the car looks like it's going to be great. You're going to have Scott Hall doing um, autograph signing. Uh, I forgot who else is going to be there, but it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great night. I already bought the tickets. I'm definitely going to go check it out. I will be um, doing a little review about that. Um, also, the, of course, we have SummerSlam coming up which I don't know what's going to happen. They still haven't set up the Summer Snap card. I don't know who, who wrestling who. But the TakeOver is going to be interesting. Killer Bane is going to, most likely going to wrestle uh, Matt Riddle, and I hope he beat the crap out of him. Uh, Adam Cole is wrestling Johnny Gargano, again, for the NXT belt, and is in Toronto. So that's something to look forward to. Then we have the NXT UK coming up. I don't know if I'm going to cover that. I'm not really a big fan of that. I think uh, one of the guys that I like from NXT UK is Walter and Peter Dunn. I don't know the rest of the guy. Maybe David Starr is going to be there. Who knows? Uh, also, um, they're going to, of course, we have that. We got Royal Quest um, in August with um, with New Japan. And then you got that All Out coming up also, which is uh, that's one thing I'm looking forward to because I want to see how the setup is going to be September and October when they get to TNT. Well, I want to thank everybody who subscribed to my channel and who is listening to this. Uh, tell a friend. Let everybody, if you got friends who are wrestling fans, let them know about this podcast. Let them know that, you know, I'm here. I'm bringing the news and bringing what the best I can. I will not be doing the coverage that I've been doing like I did last week, but I covered a lot of, most every match that were last, I think, 
two days of last weekend. I'm not going to be doing that. I'm just going to give you um, my, my opinions and my feelings on certain matches. But tell a friend, subscribe to my channel. Tell everybody that I am here. I'm I'm not I own do not only cover WWE, I cover every promotion. There's not a lot of podcasts who does that. A lot of people favor WWE. I favor everybody. I give you whatever's out there to to all your fans. So with that, um, once again, you can check my YouTube channel, Ultimate One Wrestling News, and you can also check the uh, my platform, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So check it out. See what you think, and also, you know, I'll tell a friend again. So, uh, I applaud you for subscribing to my, my channel. And from New York City, I'm going to tell you, have a good night and a good week. Good night.